Psalm 39 To the Choir Master, a Psalm of David I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle, so long as the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I held my peace to no avail. And my distress grew worse. My heart became hot within me. As I mused, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. O Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Surely a man goes about as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of the fool. I am mute. I do not open my mouth. For it is you who have done it. Remove your stroke from me. I am spent by the hostility of your hand. When you discipline a man with rebukes for sin, you consume like a moth what is dear to him. Surely all mankind is a mere breath. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my cry. Do not hold your peace at my tears, for I am a sojourner with you, a guest, like all my fathers. Look away from me that I may smile again before I depart and am no more. Amen. Conflict in a person's life is the occasion where the tongue can cause a lot of pain, a lot of grief. Things are said and wounds are given out and they are deep. Both the Old Testament and the New Testament speak of the dire consequences when the tongue lashes out without judgment or control. Solomon, the wisest of all men, writes in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3, Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens his mouth wide through his lips come to ruin. The Apostle James says the tongue is like a wildfire, wreaking destruction, devastating relationships. No one can tame it. Perhaps you know the reality where you find yourself in a contentious relationship and the words being said The words you are tempted to say could be devastating. In such situations, it's so easy to say what should never be said. What are we to do? In Psalm 39, David shows us by example a way of working through such conflict, a way that honors God and gives opportunity for his grace to have the final word. First, David resolves to control his tongue in order that he might not sin. And this is important. We must decide that we do not want to say only that which honors God, not that which aims to hurt. Too often, we give rein to our speaking, especially when we are angry. We let our anger become our license. David understood that there had to be a commitment beforehand, before the anger came upon the heart. 
that we will only speak that which brings life, honors God, does not wound. For David, this meant that he would not speak at all to those who were maligning him. He would hold his tongue and be silent. He simply did not want to respond. When it became more intense and he had to say something, he did so in prayer. And what did he pray for? Three things. He asked God to let him know, to really understand, that what was happening in the present was small, that he was small, and in the end, the reason for the conflict would dissipate in eternity. Then he prayed that God would continue to be his hope, that what he waited for in the Lord would be realized, for that was enough for him. What hope did he place in God? His deliverance. He set his heart on those things that the Lord was trying to accomplish in his life. He wanted to be set free from the selfish, sinful man that he was. And then he wanted to be delivered from any shame that might come upon himself by the libel of others. It seems that David, at the end of this psalm, comes to the realization that it was more the hand of the Lord against him, the Father's discipline, than any malicious plan of another human being that he was going through. God permits suffering, enemies, heartache, disappointment, even temptation, to train us up in the way we should go. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. In order to raise us up to Christ-like men and women, in Hebrews we read that the Lord disciplines the one he loves. He chastens everyone he takes as his child. One thing that must become a part of our thinking in suffering or times of trial, times of conflict, is what is it that the Lord wants me to learn? We may not have an answer right away, but rest assured, He is fashioning you, leading you to become that person He has created you to be. And in that you will glorify the Father. Let us pray. Father, we are thankful that you are a God who loves us so much that you will work in our lives intimately so that we will be led away from the consistent, constant sin that is about us and that is within us. Lord, you are all about turning Michael Mullen, turning each of us into individuals who reflect the glory, the love, the mercy that is your Son, Jesus Christ. Come and work his heart in us. And Lord, that as we face those who would malign us or hurt us, We ask that you would give us patience and the meekness of your son, that we would go through these conflicts in ways that points towards you and speaks of your love and mercy. May this be true all the days of our lives. In his name alone, the name of the son, do we pray this. Amen and amen. Amen.